Hey everybody, welcome back to Boozy Bracketology, the podcast that believes in three things. Strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions. And we are here for the first episode of the round of 32 as we go to crown the best Beatles song of all time. And I am joined tonight by four of my favorite people, myself, three others, and Jeff. <laughs> It's coming. <laughs> so we have got our panelists here. We have got some tough decisions to make. We're not going to waste any time. Let's go ahead. Let's meet everybody. Uh, starting off with uh, the one that I just called out. This is going to go oh so well. Jeff, my friend, how you doing? What you drinking? Well, Charles, um, <laughs> I've got <laughs> I've got a beer that I actually wasn't so sure that I liked anymore, and. Um, you know, it's it's a triple ale, which uh, the Belgian styles are generally not my favorite. But I had this one on a recording a few weeks ago. And uh, real quick, I did not know Bud Light made a triple ale. Yeah. Well, you know me. I'm a big Bud Light guy. But I've come to like this. This is the Golden Monkey from Victory. Uh, but back to you, Chip. <laughs> if by Chip you mean Chip Carey, grandson of Hall of Fame broadcaster Harry Carey, I will take that. Uh, Jeff, I'm actually going to be I'm going to be holding down the bourbon train tonight. I got a new, this was a new bottle until I moved. Now it's a half gone bottle. Yeah. Um, this is a bottle. It's a Davies County limited limited edition release. Uh, Davies County, I believe, is part of Lux Row Distillery uh, out of around the Bardstown area. Uh, this particular bottle aged eight months in Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. Ooh. Um, I've had it. The bottle's half gone. It's worth it. Uh, I think it's about a $60 bottle, so it's a little pricey, but if you're a bourbon guy or you're a wine guy, or or woman, or woman, sorry, uh, worth it. Uh, next up, let's head out to one of our two Alabama contestants in Mobile, Alabama. Nathan, my friend, how you doing? What are you drinking? I am very good. Thank you for having me again. Alabama tends to be heavily um, represented in this, apparently, so... Um, it's good to be here in Mobile. Uh, I am double fisting it tonight. I am drinking a uh, Powerade because I need to hydrate. Uh, but I also was able to pick up uh, from Fairhope Brewing Company uh, out of Fairhope, Alabama. It's, it's Lower Alabama's craft brewery. Um, for the first time, I'm getting, uh, I got a beer of theirs. It's a pale ale. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. There's only one brewery in Lower Alabama. I think it says the craft brewery because they want to be the brewery. I don't know, but it's very good. And I've heard good things about that company as well. So I want to make sure I got something a bit local this time. Hey, we'll take it's it. We'll take good. it. I can't believe you're going to mix that with Powerade. I'll, <laughs> I'll probably do the beer first and then finish my okay. Powerade. So. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's head on out to Reno, Nevada. Sarah, my friend, how are you doing and what are you drinking? I am doing well, Chris. It's good to see you. Um, tonight, you know, I want to be held accountable for my bad decisions and not blame it on alcohol. So I have some Crystal Geyser sparkling water, which is the best of the sparkling waters. People can fight me. Just a plain. Um, but that is what I'm choosing for tonight. There you go. You're the designated driver. Congratulations. 
All right, let's go ahead. Let's get right into the picks. Nobody wants to hear from Mike and hear about the beer he's been begging to open since the beginning of the recording. Ah, <laughs> uh, fine. Huntsville's own Michael Mott, my friend. How are you doing, and what beer are you gracing us with tonight? You know, just for that, I'm not going to tell you my funny anecdote from right before uh, we started recording. No, that's cruel. I'm, yes, you I'm are. I'm still going to do that. No, so I'm I'm uh, <laughs> trying to get Abby uh, to put on her pajamas. She's four, four and a half now. And I say, put on your pajamas. And she just sits there and I say, Abby, put on your pajamas. And she looks at me and she goes, 20 bucks. <laughs> I was like, you little shit. No, I'm not going to pay you to put on your pajamas. You're going to put on your pajamas because I told you so. I have no idea where she got that from. But she was expecting, no, no. Anyway, it, it, it was in the delivery. It was fantastically hilarious um, to me anyway. I'm doing great. Uh, I have absolutely no complaints whatsoever tonight. I have a beer. It is a double dry hopped, double IPA, a DDH Dippa, if you will. It is from Bearded Iris Brewing Company out of Nashville, Tennessee, just a little north of here. It is described as bursting, foxy, and intricate. It's called the Ever Clever. Hmm. So if I can get my fingernail under here. He just reached for the, the, the talk powder on the mound is what yep, he did. That's right. That's right. I needed a, needed a rosin bag. <laughs> Get that spider tack out. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. No, that's that'll that'll do the trick. And it's eight and a half percent alcohol by volume. So unlike Sarah, I fully Im- intend to blame the alcohol for my poor decisions. Except I don't plan to make any. Oh, I got your awesome. beats. Mine's nine point five. <laughs> oh, no. I, yeah, I knew the I knew the uh, golden monkey was. Uh, was pretty basically wine at this yeah, point. Pretty much. Uh, mine's ninety six proof, so uh, I think I win. I figure I have to be messed up to listen to y'all. <laughs> All right, we're gonna jump right in, ladies and gentlemen. Enough with the chit chat. We're getting started. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff got my joke. Thank you, Jeff. We're getting started. Uh, Jeff, you're actually gonna be kicking us off here. You've got the number one overall seed of Let It Be taking on the number nine seed of Dear Prudence. Yeah, so here's the great part of uh, being me generally as a person is we're at the point now where we really need some great insight into the history, the just people that love these songs dearly and know so much about it. And the good thing is we've got a lot of those people here. Uh, The best part is I'm not one of them. So we are now to the point where I am basically picking these purely on the music themselves and what I enjoy about them. Um, and we've got two songs that I I actually would think are a little similar in some ways. Start out slow, a little bit low. They've got a great bridge where they bring in, kick in some guitars. So it's kind of, to me, I mean, one is obviously much more popular than the other. But what it comes down to is, do I pick what I like the best or do I pick what the world likes the best? And while I think we've already decided what the world likes the best when we ranked them, we already know those numbers. We've got data to back it up. But what we need now is we need me to pick what I like because it's the only reason that I'm here. Everyone wants to hear everything, what I have to say. Based on that, (laughs) let me come down off my horse. Uh, I'm going with Dear Prudence because I love that song. Oh, the... The nine seed's got a one nil lead. Nathan, over to you. Um, again, both great songs. Um, what Jeff said. 
uh, I really silly listen to a lot of these songs on records just to get, to get in the mood and prepare for this. Um, I think if I remember back to our very first episode I of, of the Beatles tournament, I was one of the few people that voted against Dear Prudence just because I really liked I Feel Fine. And Dear Prudence is a great song. Uh, Let It Be, it's, it is a classic. Um, I think that if Paul McCartney was getting a PhD in music, he could simply submit this song as his, as his thesis and become a doctor in addition to a sir. Um, but listening to these, I think the song I would choose to listen to over and over and the one that just speaks to me more um, is the one, sadly, that's always played on radio. I'm going to go let it be. I just personally think it's a, 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 a better song. It's a classic. No, no offense to Dear Prudence, uh, but let it be gets my vote. Let it be tied it up one to one. Sarah, over to you. Oh, no. This is going to get weird already. Um, I came into this, and I think I'm still going to have to go with my pick. Let it be is definitely the more popular song. I'm with Jeff on this one. If I were to choose a song to listen to, and and part of that's probably not Let It Be's fault. It's just I've I've heard it. And of the other number one seeds in our bracket, I wouldn't say that it's my favorite, nor do I think it's the, the best Beatles songs of the number one. So I might get some hate for this, but I'm also giving my vote to Dear Prudence. I like it. I, I said it last time. Like, it's a whole vibe to me. And when I need that vibe, Dear Prudence is the go-to. So, gosh, Chris, how's that bourbon treating you? I'm drinking more of it, Sarah. Dear Prudence is up two to one. We're bringing the next pick over to Mike. Oh, and Mike's getting bit already. Mike literally Big just hit, Mike literally just unmuted himself. I don't understand. I guess it just didn't take. Oh well, uh, I'm going to take my uh, controversial opinions. They're gonna, they're going to be coming later. Uh, Sarah won't speak to me. I'm fairly certain after some opinions that are coming later on down the pike. But there's not too much suspense on this one. Uh, I do love Dear Prudence. I think it's a beautiful song. Especially I love the way it crescendos to the look around around part, and there's a really cool guitar part in there. But I, I didn't vote for it last time. I do love the song, but I voted for I Feel Fine over it because I think it's a, it was just the song that I feel like I'd rather listen to. And I definitely can't vote for, for it over Let It Be. Uh, in my opinion, Let It Be is probably the pinnacle of Paul's songwriting. I know it's a fairly simple piano chord progression, but it still grabs you right away. Um, and he took you know, what he and the Beatles were going through at the time, and he made it incredibly universal. I feel like this is one of those songs that everyone finds something in. Um, so, uh, plus, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but that's it. It's John songs for the rest of this first uh, region. This is the only Paul song, the only non-John song in this entire region. Uh, so, I'm giving my vote to let it be, and I will hand it off to Chris and see, see where this one goes. <laughs> Your vote surprised me. I'm I'm surprised it tied. I th- I thought Dear Prudence was going to win. Well, guys, I went to Florida State. You know who else went to Florida State? A Mr. Lee Corso. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> um, 
Listen, this is uh, not hard for me, but I get to tell a story that I love telling and I will tell to the day I die. Um, but the morning after my daughter was born, the the, my, the morning after, it's like five o'clock in the morning and she's awake and she's just kind of cooing. My wife's asleep in the hospital bed and I just have my daughter in front of me. She's on a boppy. She's in front of me. I'm just sitting there staring into her eyes. They're trying to open. And I wanted her to hear her first song. And I gave a lot of thought to this because I, I, I'm trying to think of, you know, the, the person that I want to raise and I want to raise someone who can be accepting and understanding and raise someone who can be at peace with the world around them when it's going crazy. And to me, let it be is that song. Let it be tells us, tells the story to me. You, Mike, you said it tells different stories, to different people. It tells the story of me of just finding peace in the situation and realizing that you've got to be able to find peace in what's going on. And I found myself singing along to Paul and crying as I was singing that song to my daughter because it, it, it's what I want her to grow up to be. That song means a lot to me personally. It's one of my two absolute favorite songs. For me personally, my two favorite songs are Let It Be and Dock of the Bay by Otis Redding. The, those are the pinnacles of songwriting. To me, I love those songs. This isn't close. Dear Prudence is a good song. Let it be is a whole nother level. Let it be moves on. Man, apparently we found out Chris is a 60-year-old man. <laughs> sitting in the morning sun. I'll be sitting when the evening comes. All right, we are moving on. Nathan, you're kicking us off here. Next up, you've got the five seed of Come Together, the four seed of Norwegian Wood. Take us away. This one should have been harder than it was. You got Come Together which is arguably one of the most popular Beatles songs in Norwegian Wood that I think maybe even a casual Beatles fan might not or might not know sometimes or initial Beatles fans even. Um, but to me, Come Together, as great as it is, is not one of my favorite songs. It's played on the radio all the time. It's that You got that Aerosmith cover that I'm not a fan of. Um, it sounds sacrilegious to talk about the Beatles like this, but it's not one of my favorite songs of theirs. I could go years without hearing that song and I might be okay. Um, so I got to go Norwegian Wood. I, it's a song, it's, it's one of the songs that got me into the Beatles. I Lyrically, it's the best um, and it's the better song. So I'm voting for Norwegian Wood. Norwegian Wood's got its first pick. Sarah, you're up. This one was actually a little bit tough for me, um, kind of for the same reasons that Nathan said. I do think uh, Norwegian Wood is not one of the more popular Beatles song, but I, I feel of the albums, it fits Rubber Soul perfectly. Um, to me, that belongs on that album, and it's a great song. On the flip side, you have Come Together, which is such a popular song with so many nonsensical words and people still rock out to it. Um, this Norwegian was a little bit slower, but I, I'm going to actually give my vote to Come Together. I like the harder rock version of that. I'm surprised. I actually like the Aerosmith version of it, too. Um, it's not as good, but it's one. I mean, as soon as I hear the opening chords, I know the song and I kind of, it's just a windows down, rock out in the car. So I'm giving my love to come together. Come together. Tied it up. Mike, over to you. 
This is a very tough one uh, for me. It's 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 a four five matchup, so you kind of expect it to be tough. I do agree with what Sarah said about Norwegian Wood and its placement on on Rubber Soul. I actually think it's perfect because it reminds you that like you know it opens and it's got you know it's a, a hard rocking song in Drive My Car, but it's got that it's still very much a more or less straightforward Beatles type of song. And then you get Norwegian Wood, which starts off with this little acoustic guitar, and then all of a sudden you hear that sitar sound come in and you're just like what in the world is this instrument like i can only imagine what that must have been like uh hearing for the first time in 1965 or whenever that was um these are two very good songs are very different come together as a uh, pretty much straightforward rocker it's got that little mellotron or whatever uh solo in the middle but otherwise it's it's a it's a guitar driven song uh norwegian wood is too it's just more acoustic uh i thought about a lot about this and this is kind of how I ultimately made up made up my mind and maybe this this is isn't the best way to do it or maybe it's a little more controversial whatever but Sarah brought up the Aerosmith version of come together and they they took that song and they they were able to to make it their own I, I don't know that it necessarily justifies the existence of the Sgt. Pepper's movie uh but it it you know it comes close maybe I don't know that there is another band that could take Norwegian wood and make it their own. I just, I think Norwegian wood is more uniquely a Beatles song, even, even though, even if the, it would take a mind of a John Lennon to imagine somebody who both is called old flat top and has hair down to his knees. Not entirely sure how that works. Um, even if it would maybe take a Lennon to come up with that kind of line, I just think Norwegian wood captures the Beatles essence a little bit better uh, in that it's more of a song that only the Beatles could have recorded. So uh, for that reason, I'm giving my vote to Norwegian Wood. Norwegian Wood, two votes. Next pick here goes to Jeff. It sure does. And it's a good thing because this matchup should have really been tougher than it is. Uh, (laughs) Because I like both of these songs and they both have very different things to offer. Um, I'm very much one that was raised on the kind of uh, acoustic singer songwriter style of music and, and find a lot of inspiration in Norwegian wood and its musicality and its instrumentation. Um, And I think it has a lot to offer us in the musical realm, but I think come together offers us more in the fact that if someone hadn't established absolute chaos and words that don't exist, we may never have the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So if there's anything in this world, <laughs> we have to thank Come Together for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So I'm going to come together. Okay, for the second straight pick, we've got a two-to-two tie. We're way out of control we here. to not let him? I asked you if you were ready. I am ready. I am I am aware of both of these songs. I've heard both of these songs. I will be honest with you all. Uh, the only version of Come Together I'm aware of is the Beatles version. I did not know that Aerosmith had a version of it, but I'm also, aside from Dream On, not an Aerosmith fan. So, there's that. Uh, of the two, I, Come Together to me is the catchier song. It is. But Norwegian Wood is the better song. Nathan, you can disagree with me all you want. No, I, I agree with you. I'm surprised. <laughs> I thought you were going to go the other way. I'm, so did I. I'm shocked that me and Mike have been agreeing so far, and I'm surprised that you voted for both of these. I, I'm just amazed. 
I can't believe you've been all wrong this bad. (laughs) (laughs) Hate all you want. Three to two, Norwegian Wood moves on. And that means we are moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Your next pick is going to be between the six-seed Revolution, the upset 14-seed She Said, She Said, and wouldn't you know it, we're going to start this one off with Sarah. Okay, let me finish rolling my jaw off the floor. Kind of also did not expect those to go that way either. Not mad about it, right? I don't think there's any song on on this list that I'd be mad about. Uh, But, you know, actually going into that, here's where I draw the line. Uh, Mike, she said, she said, had its time. It had its day. It had its upset. We got to get some revolver songs off this list here. So, um, no, revolution to me, again, kind of come together. I I don't. I'm fortunate I'm, I don't have to choose between those now. Um, I, I love Revolution. I think it is very important to to nowadays. I feel everyone is just so angry and so, so mad. And we need a revolution, but we don't need violence. Um, that's what I kind of, I like about it all is um, the message it gets across. So 100% my vote's going for Revolution. Well, Revolution's got its first vote. Next pick is going to Mike. All right. Well, first of all, I didn't count, but I think we've already whittled down most of the Revolver songs. I think we might actually have more Rubber Soul songs left. So, nanny, nanny, boo, boo. Um, Honestly, I really thought I was going to be the only vote last time for She Said, She Said. I certainly was not complaining at all that it moved on. I love that song. It's I said it last time. It's got this amazing guitar tone to it, and it's got these very cool, evocative, trippy lyrics, which makes sense because it was written about a conversation he had with Peter Fonda while they were tripping on acid. I love it. But Revolution beats it in both the guitar sound and the lyrics to me. Uh, you can throw out the reference to Chairman Mao, and it's basically timeless, and really you can replace Chairman Mao with any number of a cult of personality style leaders if you want. But what I love most about Revolution, I think, is that it's kind of a similar vibe in a way to the the line at the very end of Won't Get Fooled Again by The Who, where it goes, meet the new boss, same as the old boss type of thing. It's at the end of the day with a revel with, you know, you we all want to change the world. We all want that revolution. But you put one per, you know, you take one person out of power, you give somebody else power and power just corrupts and you end up getting the same thing over and over again. And Lenin ultimately concludes you better free your mind instead. That's the, it, the revolution has to come from within. And that's really ultimately what this song is about. It's a very Lenin sentiment. It's a very Beatles sentiment. Uh, it resonates very strongly with me and revolution gets my vote. That's two votes for revolution. Jeff, you're up. Well, at this point, I think I have to just start voting the opposite way of everybody because it seems the only way I'm going to get anything said in here. Um, <laughs> I, I also was one of the only people. Well, I guess I wasn't one of the only one, but I also voted for She Said, She Said last time. And I think that it does deserve to stay. Um, it is a fantastic song that is highly underrated. Um, and, you know, we start talking about guitar tones and all of this. Uh, but what it doesn't have is it doesn't have the absolute wild electric piano organ at the end of it. Um, so for that reason, screw all the lyrics. Who cares? <laughs> revolutions are overrated. But Revolution's going to have to get my vote here. Hey, I'm not needed this time. Revolution has its third vote. It's moving on. But let's hear from Nathan. 
I'm not going to say anything bad about She Said, She Said. It's the song that I'm most surprised made it to the uh, round of 32. Um, my vote goes to Revolution. <laughs> and a quick vote brings Revolution into the Sweet 16. Mike, we're kicking you off with this next one, and this one is a little bit of a doozy. To end this quadrant of the bracket, you have the 10 seed across the universe or the two seed in my life. Yeah, I did vote for Can't Buy Me Love over across the universe last time, and that was a really, really hard decision. I think it was sort of made in the moment, and I think it was because I kept hearing those high-pitched voices doing the chorus in that one version of Across the Universe, but that's not the version that we all love. So that was perhaps a little bit unfair. I love the song. I really do. It's another one of these... It's got these dreamy visual lyrics that John Lennon just does so well. It's got a beautiful melody. I love its message about, I mean, it's interesting. We just voted along a John Lennon, you know, song called Revolution. That's all about, we all want to change the world. And here's a song with the chorus. Nothing's going to change my world, but it's a, it's a, it's beautiful. It's, you know, sometimes I, I, I've been known to spend a little too much time on social media and sometimes you know, after about three seconds or so, I need to retreat into that space of like, you know, Jai Guru, Deva, oh, nothing's going to change my world. They need, I need that calm. It's a peaceful, lovely, beautiful song. I'm extremely happy that it apparently might be the first song that space aliens ever hear from the human race. And yet again, it deserved a better faith than going up against in my life. I said that last time too, uh, with uh, happiness is a warm gun. I'm saying it again. In my life is one of those songs that it was never released as a single, and I. but I think everybody is still familiar with the song. Partially, that's because it's probably been played at three-fourths of the weddings that anybody's ever been to, but that's because it encapsulates that feeling so well about there are so many people in our lives that come in and out, and we we love them and we care for them, and some of them we stay in touch with, some of them move their separate ways. We, we love them all, but we, all, we, we, we have that one moment where that's what makes it just the perfect wedding song is, is you look at the, the per, you know, if you're the person you're marrying and you say, well, but in my life of all of those other people and I love them all and I will never stop loving them all. But in my life, I love you more. It's an amazing sentiment. It's a beautiful song. I love that little, uh, in, instrumental in the middle. I know some people will hate it, but I absolutely love it. I, it gives a little bit of a jauntiness to it and it's, I love it. It's in my life to me as, is the winner here. Well, in my life gets its first vote. Next pick here goes to Jeff. Yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with Mike on a lot of those points. I have been to uh, many a wedding, and I have never heard this song at a wedding. Um, And and while I, again, love and appreciate the Beatles, I'm not a super fan by any means. And I did not know this song until I saw this list and actually have gone through and listened to it for a few times. Um, In my life is, is a great song. It is well uh, lyrically put together, it tells a great or puts puts together a great picture of what's happening and uh, all these feelings that people are having. Um, it's just that theirs isn't the best because I think I've mentioned this before. It's great to have their perspective and their voice and their uh, tone put into this song, but until you hear the Johnny Cash version, you know you're missing out. That, that is a a voice and a 
uh, a life that has been lived and has been seen and has a story to tell. Uh, I think this song, they wrote it, it was still pretty young in their life, and they're speaking more about things in the future. Um, For me, I think Across the Universe is the better Beatles song um, because I think that they have done it the best. Theirs is the best version. They sound the best, and it is a great song. So while it is certainly the least popular in this route, and it was definitely an upset last time, and I think it'll be an upset again, I'm going for Across the Universe. Across the Universe has its first vote. Next vote is going to Nathan. I think people heard during the first episode how much In My Life means to me. It's 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 a great song. Um, it's, it's the most polished song in John Lennon's catalog, I think. I, it, it could pretty much be a, a, a Paul song at times. Uh, in fact, there's sometimes where I Google it just to make sure it's not a Paul song. Um, Across the Universe is great. It, it, it's a great song. But the song that grounds me and that I find almost a spiritual connection with uh, is uh, In My Life. And I need to vote for In My Life. In My Life has its second vote. We're bringing the next pick here to Sarah. Mm, this is where Jeff and I split our differences. Um, I don't I don't think I voted for Across the Universe the first round. Um, I, I agree with all you guys. I think it is a beautiful song in its own right, but it's one that just never really hit with me in my life. Incredibly meaningful to me. Um, I love Mike's sentiment, but to me it also is not necessarily the person you marry, um, but like Nathan, I kind of, uh, the songs for my dad. Um, so just people in, in your life in general. So for that, I mean, in my life, hands down. Jeff is feeling like he's on an Island right now. It's where I thrive. <laughs> I, I get his justification. I totally get where he's coming from. I just disagree with them, which I think is important and, and okay. That's yeah. 100% okay. It's kind of the point of the podcast. Yeah, if we all agree, it'd be really boring. Yeah. Yes. But In My Life is moving on to the Sweet 16, and we are moving on to the next quadrant. So just so our listeners are aware, in this next in the Sweet 16 from this current quadrant, we're going to have Let It Be taking on Norwegian Wood and then Revolution taking on In My Life. So if you thought, oh, these conversations were hard, decisions were hard to make now, oh, Lord. We're moving on to the next quadrant. We're going to start off with Jeff. Jeff, you have a chance here to really kind of uh, hopefully sway some opinions. You're taking the one seed from this portion of the quadrant something against the eight seed with a little help from my friends. And I'm going to do what I do best and offer nothing of value. Uh, <laughs> this one is probably, uh, well, it's by far the hardest decision I've had to make thus far. This is truly two songs that I actually like and have a connection to, uh, much like my other panelists here who have lots of connections to lots of songs, even if they're wrong. Um, but something is... Ah, it's it, it's something. I mean, it is such an incredibly great song that it will just grab you. Um, and while with a little help from my friends is probably not going to go on, it is probably not many favorites, people's favorite song. I'm not even sure. No, it was not an upset last time. But for me, it holds a special place because in a, uh, I think it was still in high school, maybe just out of high school, I was in a band, um, which is hard to imagine a high schooler in 
the early 2000s in a band with a full brass section that's not a ska band. Um, but we played a lot of these old songs with a lot of the um, kind of not, not necessarily original instrumentation, but a more uh, robust instrumentation. And with a little help from my friends is one of the songs that kind of kicked us. I don't want to say into popularity, but we kind of, kind of came a little popular in the area until everyone went off to college. Um, so it does hold a special place in my heart. And I'm just going to keep rambling. Uh, what you don't know is I'm secretly listening to these songs while I'm talking, trying to decide <laughs> while I'm talking which one I'm going to pick. <laughs> I hate to be the odd man out on everything. And while sentimentality is apparently important in a lot of these, um, I'm going to have to go with something. I think it is the better song. Something picks up its first vote. Next vote goes to Nathan. I don't think you're going to be the odd man out. I do think something is going to win. Um, however, I it's a great song. I don't think it's George Harrison's best song. I think he was still evolving, finding himself as a songwriter. Um, I think Harrison really did his best work after the Beatles until I've got my mind set on you. Terrible. I don't know what, I mean, that's the first music video I ever remember watching was I've got my mind set on you. Uh, with a little help from my friends, I think, you know, Ringo didn't sing a lot and I wish he would have sang more. Um, I mean, was it Ringo or, or Billy Shears? I forgot who sang. <laughs> um, sorry. But to me, uh, last year going through my most listened to songs, my most played Beatles song was with a little help from my friends. I just think it's a song that uh, speaks to me that, you know, as I was really struggling with things, really, really, really helped me. Um, I do think that the next two people will most likely vote for something. I think I might be the only person, I might be wrong, but I think I'm the only person that will most likely vote for With A Little Help From My Friends because of how great of a song people consider something to be. But I need to vote for With A Little Help From My Friends. It is a one-to-one tie. We're bringing it over to Sarah. So technically, you are correct, um, but there is some strife here. I I said it last time uh, with a little help from my friends is near and dear to me, too. Um, but can we talk about I want to be Patty Boyd for the love. <laughs> so you have Harrison write this song about you. And then later you have Eric Clapton write Wonderful Tonight, which is arguably, I mean, my favorite song of his and, and arguably his best song. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, this song is just um it's so sweet and the words it's I, I i can't say enough about it it is definitely one of my favorite songs um and i'm gonna have some troubles later down the road because i think i said it last time george harrison songs are my favorite Beatles songs um and we have a, a few coming up so but not to take anything away with a little help from my friends it's just seating um, it deserves to be here. It, it makes me sad that it's up against it so early, but my vote's going for something. Something picks up its second vote. Mike, what do you say? You know, I know, I know that Patty Boyd has had several songs written about her, but don't you kind of want to meet the woman that expired, say, you shook me all night long or something like that? Like, I'm, I'm a little curious about that, you know? Um <laughs> This is uh, for a one to eight matchup. 
it was very, very tough for me. I labored over it an extremely long time. I think something is an incredible love song. Uh, George, yeah, George, I, I, I'm going to disagree with Nathan slightly. I think something is, even though George, this isn't even my favorite George Harrison Beatles song. I do think this is George Harrison truly coming into his own as a songwriter with this song. It's got powerful lyrics. The guitar tone again is amazing that the way that, and it's very clever the way that he just uses the, the guitar to sort of say he has, you know, say what's in his heart at the end of the chorus each time, which is that little, you know, it's beautiful. I love it. But I did say earlier, I was going to bring the controversy and damn it. I thought I was going to be the only one. And instead we're going to be punting this over to Chris. It is with a little help from my friends for me. And here is the reason. The reason is for the verse where it goes, how do you feel at the end of the day? Are you sad because you're on your own? No, I get by with a little help from my friends. And that, that to me, it just means so much. I think, I think I said it last time, but with a little help from my friends to me is the perfect Ringo song. It, it fits his voice so well. It fits his jovial attitude. I love the call response of the Beatles harmonizing, asking him the questions and he answers, you know, I just need someone to love. I do believe in love at first sight. It's, I, I love it all. I really do. And it's not to take anything away from something, which I think is an amazing song. I can't say I'd be upset if it moved on by any stretch because it is a wonderful song. But for me, my, my heart is with, is with, with a little help from my friends and alas, I have to put this in Chris's hands. I don't know what the hell is wrong with you people. <laughs> because for a group that consistently gives me shit for my taste in music, you sure want to hear my opinion <laughs> a lot. Uh, no! So anyone that knows me knows I am a really big fan of math. <clears throat> and when I think of math... <laughs> Mike just got there. <laughs> Mike just got there. When I think of math, there's one person I think of trying to teach me algebra and geometry, and that's Danica McKellar, better known as Winnie freaking Cooper. Um, all that to say, I love, actually love both these songs. There is something for me about one of them that is just, maybe it opens up the romantic in me, but the song Something is just different it hits different and i i don't know why that is i will tell you right now i don't know why that is but that song to me just hits different it might be that with a little help from my friends has been covered you know the there's who did the the later seasons of wonder years version of it who was joe that cocker. Joe, cocker. joe cocker um and that might be why and that's not a nothing wrong with the song i love the song but something just hits different to me and God forbid, you know, I don't want to be the one voting or not voting out of one seed. Genuinely, genuinely thinking, genuinely speaking. Sorry, I've been drinking. He's a poet. Yep. I didn't even know it. Something is to me is a better song. It's so sweet. It's so romantic. It's such a lovely, beautiful song. The lyrics are beautiful. Musically, I, I don't know anything about music. I'm a lyrics person. I love the lyrics to something. I'm going with something. Something moves on to the round of 16, and we are moving on. Your next pick, we're going to kick this over to Nathan. Nathan, you have got 
the upset 12 seed of Helter Skelter taking on the four seed of a hard day's night. I really wish I was not the first the, the, the first person to, to vote on this one because out of the entire round we're talking about tonight, this is the one that I have the least amount of fight in me about. They're both great songs. They're okay songs, but I don't feel like I, I want to fight for either one of them. Um, and so I'm going to do the... I had a coworker one time that hated when I used this expression because uh, I would use it quite a bit when I had to make a decision. And I would say, uh, gun to my head, what would I choose? And gun to my head, I need to pick A Hard Day's Night, which is controversial because usually I have a bias toward later Beatles music. But when I hear Hard Day's Night, I think about them running away from the crowd in the um, Hard Day's Night movie. It was my first Beatles movie I ever saw. I still watch it almost pretty much on a yearly basis. Um, I don't think it's going to move on. I think Helter Skelter, a lot of people really like, but I just think that Hard Day's Night, boom, that first chord, I love it. I got to go Hard Day's Night. Hard Day's Night got its first vote. Sarah, you're up. Uh, this one actually was probably one of my easier decisions. Uh, I think I went into a little bit it last time. Helter Skelter to me is just a little too chaotic. I, I tried, I, I really tried. Um, but Hard Day Nights, again, the, the opening chord. So I'm going to let you guys duke it out, but my vote's actually going to a Hard Day's Night as well. Hard Day's Night's got a 2-0 lead, bringing it to Mike. See, I love the chaos of Helter Skelter. I, I know I didn't vote for it last time, but that was more my love of I saw her standing there than anything else. Uh, Helter Skelter, the, the chaos is what makes the song. They, the, it's it's obviously chaotic, but because it's the Beatles, they still bring an order to it, and that's what makes it. It's got two different false endings. It's it. I love Helter Skelter. I used to... <laughs> This is so lame, but uh, when I was single and sometimes people would invite me to a club, I would always say, I don't know, I may be a lover, but I ain't no dancer. And it was not surprising that people stopped inviting me to clubs. Yeah, I I, I know. It's a wonder that anybody ever. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I do love I do love Helter Skelter. I think it's I think it's a fantastic song. But Hard Day's Night is peak early Beatles to me. I, I think. Helter Skelter certainly rocks harder, and it's probably a little more innovative, uh, musically speaking. But but Hard Day's Night, Hard Day's Night captures a very basic human sentiment of just that idea. That you just want to you you go to work and it's, and it's fine, but you just want to come home from work and be with the ones you love. And, and it does it in a way that's fun and it's danceable and it's catchy and it's memorable. And I think ultimately that does make it the better song. So I do love Helter Skelter, but I'm actually going to also give my vote to Hard Day's Night here. Well, in a rare occurrence, <laughs> Hard Day's Night's moving on three to nil. Let's hear from everybody, though. Jeff, you're up. Well, here's how you're wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm getting a little sick of all the sentimentality about all your loved ones that you guys <laughs> seem to care about. The only correct answer here is chaos. Uh, Mike hit it right on the right on the head. He just managed to somehow vote wrong. Yeah. Uh, Helter Skelter is the better song. A Hard Day's Night, like Mike said, is prime early Beatles. Let's all say it together. What do we not like? Early Beatles. All right. I don't know how you guys are voting for this song. It's just another could be any 
plethora of Beatles songs. You know what's not? Helter Skelter. You guys fucked up. Jeff, I'll remind you that all you need is love. <laughs> all right, Chris, just out of curiosity, Help! What, was your, what would your vote have been if we had punted to you? Do you know? I do. Uh, do you want to know? Yeah, just curious. Uh, I've never gotten into Helter Skelter. That's fair. It's it's not it's not my jam. Hard Day's Night, while it's early Beatles, it's early Beatles I actually genuinely love. I love that song. That's cool. I was just curious. Um, and now that I work a full time job and feel dead inside, I relate. Yeah, to it. that's yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> We're moving on. We've got two more picks this episode. We're kicking this one over to Sarah. You're kicking us off here. You've got oh my gosh, ironically enough, the sixth seed. All you need is love taking on the three seed of help. And for me, the toughest pick of the entire of this entire region of the bracket, Sarah, take us away. Okay, Jeff, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, we'll take this love crap out of the picture for this one. Kind of. Um, <laughs> yeah, here's where I'm going with this. My vote is going to go to help. And let me tell you why. All you need is love is a great song that's one of the songs that i've heard at 1000 weddings the the sentiment there the love song part is there i want to pay homage to a song we knocked out just a couple minutes ago help to me is it's asking someone for help it's asking for a friend it's saying i need help but not a lot of people can do that i'm one of those people that i have a hard time asking for help uh when i listen to it it kind of helps me feel or I guess gain the courage to ask for help if I need if I need it. I don't think that all you need is love is is the best of like the love songs for the Beatles. Um, and it, to me, this one just is a little too overplayed. It, and it's it's not the song's fault, uh, but that's kind of where I'm standing. So my vote is going to go to help. Help picks up a vote. Next pick is going to Mike. Yeah, this is a, I, I agree. I think this is a very tough matchup. Uh, I will say one thing that popped into my head when I was looking at this was I was thinking about uh, an old song that I wrote and, uh, in the bridge, uh, it was, it was a terrible lyric. Uh, but, uh, at the time I thought, oh, this is a, this is a clever illusion. And it, uh, which was not because, but I was 18. I didn't know any better, but I said, uh, the lyric was, I found out that John was right. And what John was right about, John being John Lennon, was that all you need is love. That was the that was the sentiment. It was super cheesy. is is a cute song, I guess, for an eighteen year old, whatever. Uh, but I still I do still think about that song sometimes. I still occasionally play that song uh, when I'm messing around on my guitar, and I and it makes me think of all you need is love. I and I, all you need is love was the sentiment for its time. Uh, I think I w- talked a little bit last time about the origins of all you need is love and how they wrote it, you know, basically to, to convey a very simple message in the world's first worldwide broadcast. It, it's a great song. It's got this great, it's got great orchestration and instrumentation and it conveys that message in a very simple and powerful way. Uh, help help rocks a little harder, which I, which I like. It's a little bouncier and a little more fun, which is kind of surprising given that as Sarah said, it is basically a man crying out for help. And I think he's coming to terms with the fact that I'm very similar to Sarah. I'm not very good at at asking for help. Uh, It's not something that I enjoy doing. And it's coming to terms with 
the fact that whether I like it or not, I need to, I need to make this, you know, make this plea for help. And if I'm going to do it in song form, then so be it. But ultimately where I give help the edge and why I'm giving my vote is the harmonies. The harmonies for help are just amazing. I mean, think about it. it that's how it opens. It opens with all three Beatles going help. Like there was that. Uh, and, and it's just, and the back and forth response where, you know, John John sings the one part and then Paul and George harmonize on the other part of the call and response. It's, it's wonderful. I love listening to it. And like I said, it's just, it's just a little more, even given the, even subject matter, it's a little more fun to me also. So yeah, uh, I do love all you need is love, but help is going to get my vote here. Help picks up another vote. Next pick here goes to Jeff. Well, look at that. Everybody's back on board. Finally. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, wow. hating on love songs is one thing. Hating on the love song that you used for your first dance at your own wedding is another entire thing. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I was one of those people. Uh, all you need is love. Yeah, that was our song. But it's not help. I mean, help is such a lyrical wonder where you just. Oh, there's so many feelings, especially as you get older and you're just like, ah, check that one off the list. Check that one <laughs> off the list. Check that one off the list. Yeah, I need all of that, please. Um, Love? Yeah, sure. Somewhere on the list. But there is a list. Yeah. And Help's got it. Help's got my vote. Oh, my gosh. We're in danger of our second sweep of the episode. Nathan, what do you think? Oof. I tend to uh, overshare on this bracket apparently um help is a great it's gonna get my vote i i struggle with anxiety and there's are times where i just have the the word help screaming in my head i don't want to scream it out loud but i don't obviously um and it just speaks to me in a way that all you need is love don't all you need to love is a great mantra um it's a good song but it's a good song versus a great freaking song on my vote also is with help for the sweep Help gets the sweep, and we are down to our last pick of the evening. God help us. We're putting this in the somewhat capable hands of Mike Mott. Mike, you're choosing between the seventh seed, the had a really strong showing in the first round. I am the walrus taking on the two seed of yesterday. Christopher, you just called me somewhat capable. I think that's the nicest thing you've ever said about me. It is. Wow. I'm a little verklempt. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> wow. I, I love this matchup. I, I just want us to take a moment and reflect. These two songs were recorded by the same band. <laughs> just think about that for a second. Like, let that sink in. That's incredible. I, I mean, I am the walrus versus yesterday. Good gravy. I, I do we have a more, I mean, we've had some varied songs, matchups in this already, but I don't know if there's more, more varied than this. This is nuts. And, and because of that, I don't know how to vote because th I'll be honest. This is one. I don't have a, I think this is the only one in this round that I did not have a, a vote pre-written down for. I love both these songs for very different reasons. I think, um, Obviously, I am the walrus. Is I, I am the walrus is Lennon through and through. It's it's. I don't know if anybody else has seen Magical Mystery Tour. 
uh, the where they're you with they're all they're all in the costumes and they're playing the instruments on the mountains and everything like that. It's basically just this really long, crazy drug trip. And then for some reason, the BBC decided to broadcast it in black and white, even though it's incredibly colorful. The 60s were a weird, wild time, obviously. But those are the types of images that come together with I Am The Walrus. Its lyrics are batshit insane in absolutely the best way. I'm totally there for it. And Yesterday is much more simple lyrically. It's a it's a shorter song. It's a more simple song. It's really just Paul and an acoustic with an overdubbed orchestra. But this but simple lyrics doesn't that they can be obviously incredibly meaningful and it's a powerful song. I think and I think it's a song that a lot of people relate to. And I and like I said, I really legitimately don't know because they're so incredibly different. But here's here's where I'm going to go. Yes, as much as I do love Yesterday, and I, and I think I said last time, I do love Yesterday. I don't think I hold it quite as high in the Beatles pantheon as a lot of people do, but I do love the song. But given that, even given that, I've heard Yesterday many, many times, and I, and I think that Yesterday is a beautiful song, but there's nothing, there's nothing to really sink my teeth into at this point. I Am The Walrus is so dense and it's so lyrically interesting and it's so musically interesting. And there's the there's the random part where they splice in the radio recording and there's all these different layers. There's so much musically to that song that I feel like I could listen to it a lot more than I could listen to yesterday and still tap into things that I find interesting and latch onto things and be like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder how they did that or different things like that. So for that reason, I'm going to give my vote to I Am the Walrus. But man, this is a this is a tough matchup. I, I can't be happy. I can't be upset about either one. But I'm going to I'm going to vote for I Am the Walrus. I Am the Walrus picks up its first vote. We're going to Jeff. Yeah, I think it's important to dwell on the simplicity yet the power that Yesterday has in its lyrics, because it is you know a a breakup song. But there's also many other things that you can grasp out of that. I know that me, as I got older, those first two uh, stanzas were actually incredibly powerful as far as being a half the man I used to be. I certainly know a lot less than I used to think I knew. Um, But what it isn't is it isn't pure fact that these people were time travelers. You see, I am the walrus. The most important line that you may not have seen or you may not have heard is expert text per choking smokers. You see, how in the world did the Beatles know that nowadays every single person online is going to be an expert in everything? Everybody at their hands can now text anybody at any point in time. And let's be honest, everyone is out there choking on their jewels as they try to smoke them or whatever they're doing nowadays. So we have right in front of us valid proof that they knew too much, and we're just going to let that slide. For me, this has to be I Am the Walrus. Wow, I Am the Walrus is up two to nothing on the two-seat of yesterday. Let's see how the rest of this goes. Nathan, over to you. Kind of what Mike said. Um, there's two different songs. You've got a eclectic orgy that is I Am the Walrus. Just, it's it's just it from beginning to end. It is a trip. I have never taken LSD, 
but I imagine it's a lot like this song. <laughs> um, and then you got Yesterday, which is a bare bones acoustic piece that essentially is a solo song by Paul McCartney that he did by himself happily. So they're two different songs. Um, then lyrically, you've got, you know, Goo Goo Gajoob um, from I Am The Walrus to the very simplistic lyrics of Yesterday. Um, and so, but when I hear those lyrics, when I feel those lyrics, it's almost like that Paul didn't write this song, but it's almost, it, it could be almost a psalm from the Bible. Just something about it just speaks to me uh, on, on a higher level. Um, and even though I'm, I'm confident I'm the Walrus is going to win, and I will be extremely happy to see I'm the Walrus go on to win. Uh, my vote is because sometimes I need a place to hide away. I'm going to vote for yesterday. Not going down without a fight. The two seeds got a vote. Next pick is going to Sarah. Um, no. Ah. Mike's already laughing. <laughs> I am. I just, like, you guys know I have heart problems, right? Like, that's clear. Um, look, I... I think I expressed my feelings about I am the walrus the mm -hmm. last round because I believe I was the only one that did not vote for it. Mm -hmm. I also did not vote for yesterday. I voted for Girl, which is an amazing song that should be going against yesterday in this round. So my vote's for Girl, but by proxy, I have to vote for yesterday because I can't get on board with that, Eric. Like I can't get on board with those Beatles, and I'm and I'm sorry. I wish I was a different person, but that's who I am as a person. So, Chris, don't fuck this up. <laughs> I really wish everyone listening could see the faces of the people on the broadcast right now. I think Nathan's about to puke. <laughs> I am just honestly very surprised and scared because it's going to you. Uh, but honestly, it's more surprised. I was confident I'd be the only vote for yesterday. I actually thought I'd be the only vote for I am the walrus. So you never know. <laughs> I thought Mike would be the only vote for I am the walrus. <laughs> uh, my vote for goes for girl. <laughs> that was just to make Sarah happy. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to piss some people off here and I don't care. I Am the Walrus is just too weird for me. It's too out there for me. I'm sorry. Listen, I, I, get it. I like some weird shit. I get it. One of my favorite movies of all time is a, is a horror comedy called Dead and Breakfast. <laughs> I like some weird shit. Yesterday, it, it's simplistic, and I'm a simplistic person. It's a top three Beatles song for me. I'm not going to tell you what number two is. You know what number one is. Number two might come up later because it's still technically in this bracket. But it's simplistic. It's melancholy. I didn't know it was about a breakup. I'll be honest with you. No idea. But it does kind of harken back to a time where it's like, yeah, there were times when I was in my 20s when life was a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have the responsibilities that I had now. Hell, two, three years ago, I didn't have the responsibilities <laughs> I had now. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily long for it, but I long for some relief from some of the, the stress that, I, that comes with life now. Yesterday to me is more meaningful. And if you guys know anything about me at this point in this bracket, 
lyrics and sentimentality play a big part in how I how I choose. Yesterday gets my vote. Yesterday is going to continue to move on. And that brings us to the end of this portion of the bracket. Next week, we're going to have the second half of the round of 32. But as a reminder, when we get to the Sweet 16, we're going to have the one seed of something taking on Hard Day's Night. Oh, then we're going to have Help taking on Yesterday, a pick that's already making our panelists other than Jeff cringe. (laughs) This is going to be good. Hey, listen, if you enjoy what we're doing here at Boozy Bracketology, it takes a lot to throw these shows on. If you want to support us, a couple things you can do. Um, If you have the financial means to do so, be like our friend Nate. Uh, Nathan, jump on to patreon.com slash p-t-e-b-b. That's your home for all the bonus content, not just for Boozy Bracketology, but our sister podcast, The Pub Trivia Experience. Uh, Bonus brackets, bonus material from trivia dropping on there throughout the month. If you can support us financially, that's the best way to do so. All that money goes right back into the show, into making the show better. With that being said... Find us on Facebook, The Lounge, Fans of Pub Trivia Experience, Boozy Bracketology. All of us are on there. Come on and tell us, why am I an idiot for not liking I Am The Walrus? I just don't get it. I'm sorry. (laughs) But jump on there. Tell us what's going on. Tell us what you think of the bracket. Tell us what you're drinking. You know what? Half my half my favorite posts in that in that honestly in that in that group are people posting random stuff they found. Uh, Jeff, tell our friends where they can find us on Discord. Because I'm old and don't know. Well, there's a lot of things you don't know, that's clear. But where you can find us on Discord <laughs> is at ptebb.com slash Discord. Um, P-T-E-B-B obviously being a uh, shortened version of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. But if you also go to ptebb.com, you can find some of our merch out there as well. So it's either ptebb.com or ptebb.com slash discord. I can tell you this. I bought one of the, I've actually bought a boozy and a PTE shirt. Um, like I'm a big dude. I wear a two X or a three X. They fit true and they're really good. I put them through the wash multiple times. Those shirts come out nice. I know for a fact, our friend Steven listen, Steven wears his boozy bracketology hoodie pretty much everywhere he goes. <laughs> nice. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed the show. We will see you next week. We're going to close out the round of 32. Do not miss it. But for Boozy Bracketology, I have been Chris. I've been Jeff. I'm Nathan. I've been Sarah. And I'm Mike. And we will see you next time. Have a good one.